This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. Brazil had a rough start to the week as nearly 1,500 Bolsonaro supporters stormed offices at the capital of Brasilia on Sunday, destroying windows, office furniture, and even historical artifacts. Nobody was hurt in the attack, if you don't count tear gas and pepper spray. However, violent insurrections on a nation's capital are never a good look. It is not clear what they hope to achieve other than to incite chaos. It is possible that they thought they would trigger a military takeover of government. However, the military had long indicated they would do no such thing. The rioters attacked on a Sunday when they knew nobody was there, a week after the presidential inauguration and transfer of power had taken place. Much of the rioters were bussed in from around the country and supposedly had their meals and transportation all paid for. An investigation is now underway to discover who in fact financed this act of domestic terrorism. Federal officials are more interested in finding those who bankrolled the operation, as most of the people arrested on the ground were just pawns. Regardless of whether Brazilians are from the right or left, most appear to be condemning these attacks. The one person who could have helped stop something like this, former President Bolsonaro, is still on vacation at Disneyland. None of this will affect Brazilian exports. There is much speculation about how long the protests will continue and if there should be a third runoff election. While emotions are running high and many will never be able to move on, I don't see anything changing. Investors are watching the Brazilian Bovespa, looking for any type of fallout. So far, it has maintained its rally following the presidential inauguration last week. Keep in mind that the U.S. S&P 500 also maintained its record-setting trajectory following the January 6th insurrection. We view this as anti-democratic factions probing for weakness in the system, hoping that the insurrection would inspire more people to their cause. It did not. Heavy rainfall continues to impact most of Brazil's major growing areas except for Rio Grande do Sul. This has led to flood damage in some areas of the country. In our hometown, low elevation streets were completely submerged underwater this weekend following several inches of rainfall. Heavy cloud cover continues to hamper photosynthesis in many production areas. This is making for a slow start to harvest, but should begin to clear up as the month progresses. The 15-day forecast shows Mato Grosso beginning to turn drier just in time for my arrival. A drier forecast in Mato Grosso will likely be welcomed by farmers as fields are leaning too wet and need time to dry out for harvest. It is still too early to get any yield reports, however, there are estimates that early soybeans planted before October in parts of Paraná will have disappointing yields of 40 to 45 bushels per acre. However, those planted later in October never lacked for rain, and many areas could see production reach 75 bushels per acre, well above APH. Harvest won't pick up in Paraná until the end of the month. While farmers that planted their soybeans look like they will be rewarded with higher yields, it drastically reduces the planting window for second crop corn. Farmers will likely still plant even if it falls outside the ideal window, but risk to drought damage will increase as the dry season approaches in April. Depending upon the year, Rio Grande do Sul could have a shot at replacing Minas Gerais as the largest producer of first crop corn, but this is not the year. Minas Gerais is experiencing an abundance of rainfall and Rio Grande do Sul is not. 
Some estimates believe Rio Grande do Sul could have lost as much as one-third of its corn crop already. With 3% already harvested and 35% filling ears, the dry weather in the south continues to cause damage to yield. This could still get made up elsewhere. Rainfall chances scheduled for Argentina this week dissipated, leaving farmers frustrated. There is still very little in the forecast. Warm and dry conditions will persist in the next 10 days, with temperatures running as much as 10 degrees above average. Crop conditions continue to deteriorate, with percentage of soybeans rated poor increasing from 28 to 38 percent in the past week. Likewise, Argentinian corn ratings weakened with 32 percent rated poor compared to 28 percent last week. Their planting speed ticked higher with over 82% of soybeans planted compared to about 90% at the time. Next week's communications may be limited as I will be on a crop tour with several North American farmers in both Minas Gerais and Mato Grosso. I hope to update you on the Brazilian crop prospects shortly thereafter. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, visit us online at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1100. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.